Hello, hello, hello. Are you done laughing? Welcome back to the podcast, guys, with your hosts, Luis and Daniela. As you can see, someone's in a good mood. She's actually <laughs> smiling and laughing today. Hello, Daniela. How are you today? It's um, it's all that caffeine this, from this morning. I'm just in a really good mood. The weather, um, I'm like that scene from Finding Nemo. The sun is shining. The tank is clean. <laughs> <laughs> but is your tank clean? Let's be honest. When was the last time you cleaned it? But um, it's fucking me. Um, you're, this is about where you ask me how I'm doing. Hurry up. Yes, how are you doing? See, I'm just, I don't know why I'm very hyper today. Like, oh my god, very hyper. If somebody got um, something, <laughs> and it, never mind. Um, how are you, Louise? How are I'm you? I'm great. How's I'm you? glad you asked, and I no one forced <laughs> you to ask me. Um, I'm doing great, and honestly, I just wanted you to ask me how I was doing because if you didn't see you people, I'm not only talking to her, if you didn't see on my Instagram or Twitter, I did a three day juice cleanse that cost me ninety dollars. Oh. Um, and honestly, the first day, I'll, you guys can go uh, check out my YouTube channel. It's Lozano Lease One Two Three. The video will probably be out by Wednesday, but um. It was something else. Like the first day was right. Second day I wanted to die. The third day I wanted to cry and like punch someone because this is, this is six juices a day, no food whatsoever. It starts to mess with your mind. I wanted to cry, but you know I feel, I feel good. I feel you know better than ever. You can use the code Luis to save twenty percent <laughs> off. I'll put the link, um, on my Twitter. But no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I feel great. Um, like you said, the sun is shining. Um. Yeah, life is, is good so Your far. tank is clean. But, <laughs> your tank is clean after, no, after that. Oh, really? really? <laughs> the irony, because my tank is actually now clean because, you know, all the bad vibes, all the negative energy, it was all detoxed out. And now I'm, I'm so fresh and so clean. And I love it. Wait, what kind of juices? Like, were they different flavors? So like- here's the thing. There's three levels. And because, you know, I do drink a green juice every day because, you know, I'm healthy like that. No, I'm just kidding. Um... <laughs> There's three different levels, one, two, and three. Two and three are the more difficult ones. Um, I did one of the level two and two of the level three, and they were mainly green juices. So they had uh, ingredients like cucumber, um, spinach, kale. kale, parsley, just, you know, things that are not good, basically. Things that are not good in <laughs> taste, but things that are good for your body. But um, yeah. I would, honestly, overall, I would say you should, if you've never done it before, you should do like a one day and because it's... So it's $30 per day and it's six juices. So it's like $5 uh-huh. a juice. Let's be honest. Have you guys spent like, I don't know how much on your little Starbucks and your little. I'm a little my little hot cheetos. Exactly. So no, um, I would say if you're interested, I would say definitely do it for one day. I feel like it does help you. Like you feel you like, hell. like you feel like hell while you're doing it and you feel like, yeah, you feel like shit while you're doing it, but then like the following day after like when everything's done, then that's when you get your energy back. Because let's be honest, Did the you- first day, by the end of the first day, I felt like I was drained. I was like, no food. What is this? What was your first meal after your pressed juice? Here's the thing. I haven't eaten yet. I'm at- Basically, I'm like, it's three o'clock and I haven't eaten. No, it's, well, it's, here's the thing. I eat lunch really late. I eat lunch. I don't even eat lunch. Yeah. I eat breakfast and dinner. So there's no lunch. And breakfast was, okay, I could go into details, but let's say healthy pancakes. We'll just say that. That's what I eat, honestly. Uh-huh. Which consists of like, um, consists of spinach and what is it? Oatmeal. They taste kind of bland, but it's good for you. So. <laughs> we love someone to take care of his body. You know, we I'm trying that. to, trying to. You know, we'd want to be. I'm, uh, 
morbid movies the rest of my life, you know? You know what's funny? I can do, I can do, I can drink water. I can, obviously, obviously, you have to drink water. You're like, you can drink water? I can, you know that. I can drink water. Like, I can give up soda. I can drink more water. I can work out. I can go for a walk. I can go for a run. But it's always, like, the food part that, like, I either forget to eat. This is very unhealthy to do, but I either forget to eat or I just eat. Like, I just eat, eat, eat. Yeah, but it's always the food part that always gets me, like, meal planning or anything. That's what gets me because, like, I just – I don't have the motivation to, like, sit down and make a menu for myself. Like, I'm going to eat refrigerator oats. I'm going to eat – a sweet potato, like sweet potato fries, but like you know, I just yeah, yeah. can't. I don't have the motivation, and Which, also I don't I mean, know how to. It do is that. a difficult process because obviously you have to like really, if you want to like yes, accomplish exactly. that goals with any goal, you really have to stay motivated, and it's hard to get the motivation. And that's why, like, I had stopped working out for a while now, but I was like, you know mm-hmm. what? I've been eating a lot of crap, and that's why I did the the cleanse because I'm trying to work, start working out again, and I was like, yeah. let me clean my body, and then I'll start working out. So trying to get back into That's the group good. of things yeah. we love that Myself. for when he turns 24 love that. Love that. i'm like just because 2020 the year has been crap doesn't mean my body has to be crap okay we're trying to thrive yes. here but i'm you know who else is... about... oh wait wait oh no, yeah go, go, go. my transition you know who is thriving Sorry. right now ariana grande <laughs> if you did not see ariana grande guande i cannot speak i have a speech impediment um ariana grande tweeted something saying i can't wait to show you guys my new music my new album what did she say let me get the facts straight she said i can't wait to give you my album this month and then she posted a link to her website where it says positions and it's a countdown clock we have three days we have a one for three days and we have one for 10 days obviously she's dropping she's dropping an album and i could not be more excited if you have not heard her music which you must live under a rock but I'm super excited, except not everyone is excited because people are saying that this is going to all, this new album is going to be all about sex because of the the title of her countdown and fans are overreacting. They're like, how could she, this is inappropriate. What are your thoughts on that? Like, really? Like what, what else has she been singing about? I'm sorry. Was, what was the one with, uh, thank you next was thank you next. Not like a, I'm sorry. Did we not have. Did we not have God is a Woman on Sweetener on the Sweetener album? Did we not have uh, makeup on Thank You Next? Like, yeah, one of her songs. What is do called, you guys think she's One of her songs about? is called Hands on Me. Like, come on now, you people. It's like probably like <laughs> Put the your hands on me. Take the math. Like, we can get into that, but um, yeah. Um, y'all need to calm down. I'm super excited, and I'm sure everyone else is losing their shit right now because people are like. A new album, new album, new album. Like everyone's coming out with new stuff, which I'm really thankful for because right now, and it's the time that we're in, music keeps me sane. So shout out to her. And you know who yeah. else is dropping new music, allegedly, is Nicki Minaj. And you know who she's doing with Cardi B. The world is coming to an end. Apparently, there's been rumors Stop. circulating that Cardi B um, and Nicki Minaj are going to have a song called Lavish. And nothing is said in stone, nothing has been confirmed, but. Would how do you think all these fans are going to react? Like, obviously, there's a huge feud here. They literally fought Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Through, was it who threw the shoe? Point is, Cardi, Cardi. B ended up with the knot <laughs> on her head. So that's what I remember. Cardi B was um, Monique and Nicki Minaj was Candace. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Honestly, 
finally, I'm really glad. I did not like when they were feuding. I didn't like when they were like doing diss tracks about each other because people are always like, are you team Nikki or team Cardi? But it's like, why can't you be both? Why can't there be multiple women? Me, I'm team Nikki. Stop. <laughs> I don't know why. Like they're both, their styles are so different that it's like, why? It's like as if people were like, oh, Lil Wayne and Drake can't be rapping at the same time. It's like, yes, yes, they can. I mean, so can they? Because Lil Wayne can rap. What can Drake do? Uh, just kidding. All the Drake fans are going to come for me. I'd be like, you don't come for daddy. You don't come for... It's like, relax. It's for, for champagne um, puppy. Like, shut the fuck yeah. up. <laughs> but no, I'm, but I'm excited. I'm, I'm low-key excited as much. I'm like, is this going to make me, you know, uh, view Cardi B in a different light? Is this what it's going to take? A collab with Nikki to be like, I like her now, but no, I'm sure, like, everyone's, here's the thing, people are annoying, because regardless of their feelings towards either of the women, they're gonna listen they're to gonna the song, listen. and then they're like, they're gonna be like me, they're like, oh my god, I'm a new fan, like, I kind of like her now, but I say, we're here to support women, we're here specifically to support black women, so buy their albums, buy their music, stay tuned. Um, and we didn't talk about this, and it just went over my head, Nicki Minaj gave birth to a baby boy. And you said, yeah, you told me that allegedly she named him Roman. I saw tweets. People are like, wait, is it true that Nicki Minaj named her kid Roman? Okay. Let's make fun of her all we want. But Roman. Roman. That's the most normal name any celebrity. I'm sorry. The Kardashians got Stormy. Oh, God. We didn't get into that. Thunder and Dream. Lightning, and Grass, Fire, Fire, Water, Earthbender, Firebender. Come on now. So Nicki Minaj naming her son Rome, if she did, which I think would be like, I think it would be perfect. It's like she's passing on her legacy. If she named him Roman, it's like, if it wasn't for her, like her songs, people wouldn't think anything of it. But because of her songs, we feel like Roman. She named her kid yeah, Roman. Was, you know, there's this, never mind. I'm not getting into that. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, yeah. Roman is, a, like you said, people would, it's not a thing. Like people are trying to make it a thing because of her music, but. I guess. Here's the thing, though. When I first found out she was pregnant, I was like, he said she was having a boy. Or, like, when I found out she had a boy, I was girl? like, I wanted to have a girl. Like, the yeah. queen is going to have a princess. Like, that's, that's, I don't know. It would be so interesting to see her. But now she's a prince. We wanted a princess. It's going to be interesting <laughs> to see her as a mother. And, like, I can definitely see that she's going to be, like, the super overprotective. Like, I feel like she is going to love hard and she's going to be in love with this little boy. I'm excited for her. We love motherhood. I don't think we'll, I don't think we'll see pictures of him or anything. You know, I think she'll like you I, said she'll be protected. I, I think she'll you, definitely do you, do you think this is like a celebrity thing or just like a her thing? Cuz you know who else I remember when they I think Iggy, like Iggy out of the blue had a baby and like T no one was aware of it. I don't remember like people talking about it and then one yeah. time they just posted about it and she's like oh yeah my baby boy on the airport or something like she was going to the airport or something like that yeah, yeah you know who else had a baby and people found out she was pregnant halfway through but joe jonas and sophie turner you probably don't yeah i'm like who? You know I'm, I'm like he you said jonas so he's a jonas brother and that's all i know so she was pregnant but they still haven't showed their baby like she already had her and everything so i don't know i respect the fact that they keep it private because just like regular people, they can keep their shit private too. You don't have to show your kid. But sometimes I'm like, I want to see how cute your baby is. Yeah, sometimes think, I think they keep them locked away. 
Do you well, not locked away. Not I think locked away. Did. Fiona status locked away in a tower. <laughs> do you think they do this for like publicity? Like, is this a publicity sense so people can be like, "Oh, Nikki had a baby. Let's keep on talking about Nikki." Or is this like a matter of when I'm ready? You know, personal stuff. Because let's it let's depends. get this straight. When artists, like artists and celebrities, are living their life, they're known for what they're famous for. That made no sense. But like Nikki, she's known for her music, not for her family and for her yeah. her personal life. Although she does have an interesting life. Um, I, I I totally understand why they would keep it private, but it's like we're your fans. Yeah. Show us the I baby. It's double sided. It's um, there's sometimes where they keep their baby private until they get the cover on people, like Tom Cruise and literally um, like that. I, Katie Holmes. I'm gonna say more than likely, it's all just for like publicity because yeah. it's like they oh they never show their baby until the last minute and then when they do it's on the cover of a magazine people online uh, ex- like yeah. this, uh, it's like remote. so when that happens when that happens i'm like oh seriously like just don't show us your baby just don't show us your kid like but of course like when beyonce when beyonce like showed her stomach when she was performing or whatever she like find, didn't yeah. it like or like for example nikki uh, i mean cardi b when she was on wasn't it on snl where she like they zoomed out and oh. she like but see okay that's kind of different because they weren't not that's just because i'm a for... beyonce and cardi b <laughs> it is for publicity but also it's done in a different way they weren't doing it they wanted to be the first ones to say it do you get me not but isn't because... that the same thing as wanting and waiting till you get a photo shoot until you get the cover of a magazine or posting yes, it? Yes, it's the same thing. It's like it's they're like trying to break the covered. internet. It's like... Okay, yes, true, true. Okay, yes, I guess. See, the words I'm wrong will never fucking come out yeah, of my you're, mouth. You're I'll just say, say yes. You're right or yeah, okay, makes sense. But, you know. Final Stop. story that I wanted to talk about <laughs> is you people that are listening might or might not have watched this show. I personally, of course, like with music and everything else, I watched it later on, like past. It was already like towards the end of the show. But I'm talking about Bad Girls Club. Apparently, I saw last night that they're doing not like a remake, but they're doing a Bad Girls Club reunion. I think it's going to be called something like Bad Bitch Reunion because, you know rights to the show you can't just copy it producing like um that's my show i have the rights to it but yeah we're having a cast of i believe it's nine girls and we're gonna have a reunion do you remember bad girls club what do you remember from bad girls club and who do you remember yes i love bad girls club bad girls club don't you wish you could run with us oh god (laughs) um yes i grew up on oxygen at and vh1 and all that uh those trashy reality television shows (laughs) I don't know who the fuck was letting me watch that, but yeah, me and my sisters would fucking watch that. Me and my sister, Rebecca, we loved Bad Girls Club. Our favorite season, um, which is a lot of people's favorite season, is the one with Megan. We love that one. Um, That one was our favorite season, but we also watched the one with Tanisha. We watched that one too. Like all those seasons, like the early seasons, like pre-season nine, watch those but it's season nine that i in my mind that one i can like pinpoint who was on that one like like uh farron and like julie and all that Fallon. Right? Fallon, yeah like, um, i can pinpoint them doesn't know the name no yeah, i get what you're yeah, saying well, I I was, who was on it. yeah like their faces they're super familiar um i saw more of the later season so i see i saw like season nine season 10 season 13 
and like the the more recent ones but um let's let's break down the cast see if you remember any of these ladies so the first lady we have is natalie nunn i run la then we have sarah oliver who is known for being a crazy white girl i think i like her um we have the victor twins she was on season i believe it was season 11 someone correct me come for me and correct past season nine and even season 10 season 10 is the one with like rocky right or am i stupid season season eight was the victor twin season nine was mexico season 10 it was rocky and valentina and nancy anything past season 10 honestly i felt like (laughs) bad girls club if you guys are listening to this i don't mean it like don't be my ass but it's like past season 10 no yo no sé I mean, yeah, I don't know. It depends. Like, wait, it's like you get older and those shows kind of become trash, but apparently not because they're bringing it back. But to wrap up the (laughs) cast, we have the Victor twins. We have Danny and Gabby, which I'm subscribed to their YouTube channel. Go check them out. They're hilarious. They're kind of known for talking shit. Maybe that's why I like them so much because they don't hold back and they always say their opinions. We have have Jada. Jada, I don't care to know her last name. I didn't like her. We have Rocky and we have Shannon. So I think they're both coming back. Shan Rock is a thing. I don't know if you remember that. We have Christina from season nine, which when I first watched the season, I was like, whatever. I don't really care for her. But rewatching it like the second and third time, she is hilarious. She's iconic. And I love her because never once did she get her ass beat. She always stood her ground, was pretty. And like, I mean, we saw like, if you think back to the reunion, she walked in and straight up said, hit her number one, hit her number two, hit her number three, hit her number four. And they just sat there and took it. With her little New York accent, hit her number one, hit her number two. (laughs) Uh, she's like you know my style do something do something I love her we have from the same season season 9 we have Erica who I know where oh, TV into music which I, I mean I don't that I don't understand and her voguing and her iconic. iconic just I love it and with Rima oh, Rima Rima we're not gonna get into her but yeah that's the cast what do you think overall about the show coming back Here's a twist. It's on OnlyFans and it's going to cost $20, I believe. You know, their subscription, which, what are your thoughts on that? I'm going to watch it when uh, someone streams it on YouTube, but I'm excited. Oh, like, okay. When you say reunion, is it going to be like they're living in the house? Yeah. So, from my understanding, they're going to be, I'm not going to say it's going to be like a a 20, because I remember the seasons being kind of long. I don't know if, like the length of the show but they're definitely it's gonna be like a whole series like they're gonna come back and they're gonna essentially do what they did on their original season which is like live together party together which okay they're filming in atlanta so because of the housewives and some of the accounts i see on instagram people who live in atlanta are acting like covid doesn't exist maybe specifically like all these atlanta housewives live so maybe I was going to say, how are they going to film if COVID, but maybe it's going to be normal for them. And we're going to, that's not even going to be like an issue on the show. True. Unless, unless it's like Big Brother where they're just quarantined in a house. Oh God, see, that's the thing. I feel like it would be boring, but do you think yeah. at, at this point, do you think that the show is done for and that these women should move on from it? Or do you think, you know what, let them like, it's a form of entertainment. We love their familiar faces or what are your thoughts? Like, how do you feel about that? I think they're definitely just trying to secure their bag after selling detox teas on Instagram. <laughs> but, um, I 
uh, I prefer them than opposed to like starting brand new because I feel like a lot of people don't know this. I don't know if you knew this, but the Bad Girls Club, the reason they get sent home for getting into physical fights is because the Bad Girls Club started as a way for them to go redeem themselves. Oh, you've been a bad girl. Like you've been a bad girl all your life. Yeah, I think. And so now you're going into this show to, to become change a better that. person. They, they like yeah. lost the premise of the show because at, at certain, I, I don't know exactly. Like there's no, a, there's not a single uh, point or like a time where you can pinpoint and say, um, this is where people, I don't know. I feel like the cameras, this is where they the fame, more about the money like, the it changed. Yeah. Exactly. So all these women, came in it's like drag race where we're seeing with any show as time goes by everyone's kind of it's losing its authenticity and people come in with taglines yeah. their one-liners their entrances yeah. their jokes they're throwing the bed in the pool like it gets old so do you think at yeah. this point do you think people are going to tune in let's be honest for 20 dollars on only fans i think like i hate to say i I hate the way I'm about to say it, but like loyal fans, like people who are still like actively following them. And even though you said like the Victor, you follow the Victor twins, but it's like, you're not actively following these people. I feel like people who are like actively following them and who like, like, do you get me? Like they're loyal followers. They'll be yeah. the ones dropping I, Yeah, I don't think this is going to break the internet to say the least. I don't think this I is. I don't think it's going to get picked up for another season if they even finish the season. Um, but I think they're going to get a decent amount of viewers, but it's going to be nowhere near we see with regular TV. Um, that's why it's on OnlyFans. Let's let's put that out there. Isn't it? I think that's why it's on OnlyFans and it's not going to be yeah. on a network. Like nobody wants to see this. I why mean, didn't it, like- it's off the, it's, I think it's off the air for a reason. So maybe it's like, it's, I get what they're doing. Like, it's a good feeling of like nostalgia and like, oh my God, the good old days where bitches are beating each other up for a hot pocket. You know? Oh my God, I love that. But, I think it would have been better if they had a reunion instead, like a, a reunion, like sat them down. And then people like bad girls who used to have like beef with each other who may have resolved it or may not have resolved it. Like they could like like a one time reunion, not a whole. We're gonna yeah. call it Bad Girls Club reunion. It's gonna be a whole season long, and we're gonna start new drama. Or even like a and- like a series type thing. Like oh, the season one girls. Oh, the season five girls. Oh, like do you get me? Yeah, because like- also like me about to talk shit, but then that's gonna be me in the future. It's like at this point, do you move on from that? Like how old are you, and you're still talking about something yeah. you did like, like years at this ago? Point- I think it's let's, time to at this point. Let's just go. Like, <laughs> take a page out of Megan's book and just start. You know, get on Basketball Wives, uh, get exactly. on uh, Marriage Bootcamp. Literally, which okay, this is side combo. I'm a now. I'm a loyal. I'm, I'm a. I'm a fake fan. I've seen Basketball Wives season like four up until uh-huh. its most recent season. Do you watch that? Did you stop watching that? Because I love that um, show. BH1 reality shows, I really loved the old, like, early 2000s, pre-2010 type of reality shows, like uh, Real Enchants, Find Love, or, you know, I Love New York. And Flavor Flavor of Love, A Shot I Love a Tequila Tequila. <laughs> this was, like, this is a shows that people grew up, like, and then, watching, and then yeah. it just, I don't know, it just took a left trash we're terrible this is how you know i'm a trash person now um and then i did watch their newer reality shows like mob wives but basketball wives i felt like i just i think at that point we stopped having cable like 
um one's basketball oh, yeah. wise See, LA. like me i watch like on sketchy websites and on youtube and things like that but <laughs> yeah if i go down the list of shows that i watch that are like considered i guess reality tv trash by people um i watch like all the house for the most part a good amount of housewife series i watch basketball wise i don't know if you've ever heard of married to medicine i love those yes ones. Um, but yeah, I love reality TV, but hopefully these bad girls, I mean, accomplish what they're trying to do, which is like you said, get a bag and make a little bit of coin, but will they do that? It's on OnlyFans. I don't know. Best of luck. Um, let's move on to Potomac. I felt like this episode, this episode was pretty good, even though we didn't have Monique, which I was just like, Ashley and Karen could have made some effort to fucking film with her. I don't know. Here's the thing. They don't always show us if they film. Because that's the thing. True. After like the episode was over, I was like, wait, we didn't see Monique. And I, uh, I yeah, think it was, was so like, shady how Wendy made it a point to be like, all of the ladies um, are not really messing with her. So, no, thank you. She's not invited. It's like, did we really need to air that? You saying that you're not going to invite her. But let's get into it. So the episode starts off with Wendy. She's having a sip and tea for her baby Cam. And she's, you know, presenting the baby to her family and friends. And the sad part of that is barely of uh, barely any of Eddie's family are going to show up because they don't really fuck with Wendy and they don't care for her. And it's kind of a sad moment. And they're like, oh, we hope they come. But, you know, invite your parents. But obviously, we've seen the relationship with his parents and Wendy are not good. So I don't expect them to show up. Ashley and Michael go to a counselor and they basically talk about the problems that they have and then Ashley basically says that she's worried that it's going to happen again do you think right now which I just something just came to mind that happened in the last week in the real world but I'll bring it I'll talk about that in a bit do you think this is going to happen again are they going to be together for the long run or is this marriage a sham as Candace says no I'm telling you it's a sham because homegirl is just trying to that post nuptial she's just trying to pop out those babies so that she can get the bag at the end of the marriage, okay? I do not see them celebrating their 25th wedding anniversary like Karen and Ray, okay? I'm pretty sure that by the time baby Dean and the baby she's pregnant with are now, like by the time they get to school age, Michael and Ashley will not be together. And I love Ashley, but she needs to be with somebody better. And I know exactly what you're referring to, like real world. And I need her to be with somebody better. Someone who like actually values her or she needs to be getting a little bit of action on the side, just like he is because oh. she deserves better. Here's she deserves a I, If we're not talking about like real life and we're just talking reality TV show, I think they're perfect for each other. She's shady. She can be messy. He's a mess. He's a clown. So I love it. But if we're talking real world, it's sad and she could do better. I just hope for the best for them. But at their meeting at the counselor, Michael says that he basically, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but he basically says that it's the baby's fault that there's restrictions now that if the baby wasn't there, they would still be open. They would still be flip-flopping with people on the side. And he basically tells the counselor and Ashley that his issues are his issues. And Ashley's kind of mm-hmm. like, well, I'm your wife and we're in a marriage together. So this is the first time I'm hearing about them. Like, that's messed up. Let me in. And he's like, okay, I need to work on that. I need to work on that with you. It was like an uncomfortable conversation that they were having. I was like, okay, you knew. (sighs) She brought this up last episode. The, The girl he married is not the woman I am now. But it's like, 
you always wanted to be a mom. He knew that when you guys first got married. Like, he knew you guys, he knew you wanted to be a mom. So, yeah, it was I don't know a, why he's acting. It was lame. Like, and it was kind of bitchy for him to be like, he's like blaming the baby, like Dean, who can't even blaming speak. Blaming the baby is blaming her for getting that. We can't flip-flop yeah. with those people. Um, and I'm just going to put it out there now because we're talking about Michael and Ashley and kind of the craziness of the show. If you did not see on Reddit and on the blogs, Instagram, anyone with a laptop could have seen it. They posted a video of Michael grabbing someone's behind in season one in the background. I don't know how someone was rewatching the season and they noticed it and they uploaded it to Reddit. And then the people on Reddit uploaded it to Twitter and the blogs went crazy and people were basically saying, this just further proves that Michael's a creep. He is out here grabbing people's butts. And, okay, when I saw this, I immediately was like, okay, because here's the thing. I'm not going to say we're besties, but I'm going to say we're besties. Me and Ashley have this wonderful, great relationship where she posts something, I repost it, and she'll either repost it and show me some love, write little hearts, little smileys. So there's, I guess, some kind of form of uh, communication. So as soon as I saw this, keep in mind, I don't know how many people are on Reddit, but I saw this and you guys are going to think I'm so extra for the message that I sent her, but let me just be fully authentic, really transparent. Okay. So I saw the link of the clip. I sent her the clip and I said, Ashley, you know how much of a fan I am of you and I always love and support you. And I somewhat feel awkward sending you this because keep in mind this, I'm just a fan, a fan. She could easily block me. So I was like, let me just warm up to her. I said, and I somewhat feel awkward sending you this, but I saw this on Reddit. Some person uploaded on there and it may be nothing, but I just wanted to show you, I wanted to make you aware of it because I do love and support you. I said, it may be nothing, but I just wanted to make sure you were aware of it. Heart, heart, heart. She, an hour later, liked it and said, thank you for thinking about me. All is good. So in her world, and I can like, I'll show you, let me show you the little text. Um, so, you know, I'm not making it up. Yeah, in in her world, everything is fine. She said they're good. Um, you know, that's her little response. I don't know if you can see it, but... Okay, bitch. So we're best friends at this point, but... <laughs> what do you think this means for next season that he's out here grabbing butts and we saw it? Because keep in mind, in season four, the reunion, they said, no, yeah, in the past, we've heard him. We've heard producers tell us that he grabbed butts and she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. first time ever hearing about it. What do you think this means for the YouTube? I just don't want this to mean that, like, Bravo and Andy are going to, like, phase Ashley out, like, make her a friend of. Do you get me? And it's like plenty of housewives have been on without having to show their husbands. Like, you guys don't need to pay Michael um, to be on the show. He can... You can easily, I know he's a part of Ashley's life, so it's like, I mean, I'm hopeful, maybe because I'm such a fan of hers, I'm just like, I'm hopeful that everything's going to be great and happy, cheerful, lucky for them, but we'll see what the future holds for them. Exactly. We don't know if like the butt grab, I hate to say it, but like, we don't know if the butt grab in season one was him messing around with the producer, him if, if it was consensual or non-consensual, like, do you get me? So it's like, I I wouldn't want Ashley to be, to ha- get consequences as a housewife because of her fucking husband being a fucking creep. Like, 
So hopefully, ugh, my queen. Do you think? I, <laughs> do you think they're gonna what? bring this up? season five i know i mean season six we're currently you know airing they're currently airing season five do you think this new video even though it's old even though it's us, old it's new we'll be talking i think about. we'll see if they allude to it but i don't think we'll get it like because they're not currently filming right now so unless something else were to happen in season uh six like in next season and um let's say ashley is a full-time housewife unless something else happens like he cheats on her again or something though no. i can see them bringing up oh well back in back in october yeah the blog, this story leaked oh god yeah. well ashley we wish you the best and you do and then ashley brings you what up you in a do. confessional what did you say <laughs> i just actually brings you up in a confessional i had a sweet fan reach out to me i know she's <laughs> like i had a lo- i told my sister that i was like um watch this somehow become a thing and she's like yeah a loyal fan by the name of king lewis you know Luis, we're great people um you know it's the whole storyline but um me coming on to potomac i'm the friend of look out for that um but moving you'll be, on. Uh, you'll be like giselle's stylist What's oh, i mean at this point anyone can be your stylist she's looking a hot mess these days so ray and karen go for a walk and they talk about their relationship or lack thereof she feels like ray isn't giving her enough attention and he feels like she's full of it she's egotistical and selfish Nothing new. I'm kind of, I don't want to say I'm getting tired of this because obviously Ray and Karen are both hurting. And I feel like it's a, the big issue here is lack of communication. Because um, anytime they talk, they're like kind of picking at each other's necks and they're like, well, you don't do this, but you don't do this. Instead of I'm going to do this now from that one. I'm going to work on this. So I'm kind of over the relationship. I don't care, really. Let's be honest. I kind of, honestly, I felt like the whole thing, I was like, girl, you brought it up in the first episode, uh, in their first episode, when you said, oh, do you think this is a storyline that she, like, invented? And at first I was just like, why would you come up with, like, that as a storyline? And then especially with the therapy session, where it was like, he was like, well, I think I'm in love with you. It was like, damn, like, if you invented that storyline and your husband is saying that he thinks he loves you and you did this all for show, it was like, <laughs> damn, girl, really? But then this conversation, I was just like, okay bye like i mean like it's it's, here's the thing here's the difference with karen and ray and michael and ashley i'm like invested in michael's and their relationship i don't really care for ray and karen it's like i do hope for the best because you know love is love and yeah i wouldn't want her to get divorced oh you want her to get a divorce no i said i wouldn't want her to get a divorce oh yeah but at the same time if if that's what happens if that's yes if it were to happen do it it's just the way know. the cookie crumbles, Karen. That's just exactly. Um, be the grand dame of your little house and nobody else's. Robin <laughs> talks about her businesses, and this was weird. Like, I feel like, what was the point of this? I think it was kind of basically alluding to the, or like it's alluding, you know, the tax problems. But they talk about her businesses, how she's into house flipping. Which, are you in the business of house flipping if you've only done it once? Because, I mean, <laughs> like from what we know. <laughs> like from what we know it's only been one house so i don't know and then she talks about her new um business it's called embellishment where it literally is just embellishing hats and making hats i told my sister how much do you think these ugly hats go for like no Probably a lot for an ugly hat you're gonna pay more than like 30 dollars. that shit probably goes that shit probably goes for 80 close to 100 because she's making it housewives always come out with clothing lines 
perfumes. I never see any of their shit out in stores. I never see anybody's stuff. Like, I never see people wearing it. Like, I never see yeah, it's, fans. Unless active. you're like a fan, unless you're like a super fan, the average person is not buying their products. I know Portia has her naked hair, so that's different. I don't know. I can't. It's not like I'm checking people's weaves and stuff to see if they're wearing Portia's hair. <laughs> And then she has like her bed sheets pampered by Portia. Point is, all these Bravo celebrities are not really making money on this. Is this like really helping you guys, you know? And the bank. Let me. I'm fucking Googling right now. Robin Dixon. While you're Googling it, her little cheap hats, let's move on to Candace. God, I, I cringe saying her name. So Candace meets up with her positive friend that we've never met. So how much of a friend is he if he's never been on camera? But anyways, she meets up with her close friend and she tells him that she went to court and that she told, you know, the judge and whatnot that she because I guess they told her, like, do you how far what level do you want this to be charged? And she said, you know what? Charge it to the fullest extent to basically the most brutal thing you can do. Give that to her. Um, did you find the price? Do you want to tell us? Oh, uh, you're right. The caps, the caps are like thirty bucks, but her then she has like hoodies, and they're like thirty five bucks. But I'm like, shit, yeah, I wouldn't buy a hat for thirty bucks either. Yeah, I no, wouldn't even it's... buy a hat for ten bucks. <laughs> yeah. Um. So good luck with her hat business. But um, yeah. So Candace is with her super positive friend, and she's like, I want, I want her to be charged for whatever, and then. Is it just me because I'm a Candace hater, but her friend is like, are the rest of the ladies on your side? What do they think about this? You can give your response to this, but my thing is, how is that relevant? Why does the, what does the women, like, what do the women's views have to do with anything? She already went to court. Candace is the one who was in this situation. What the hell does it matter what what the ladies are saying? And then she basically says that uh, Karen is a flip-flop. Yeah. What are, what are your thoughts on this friend? Who is he? Like, what? Okay. Actually, I thought of it the opposite way. I thought of it like when he asked, are the ladies on your side? I thought he was asking because maybe the way he was like responding to her, he was like, oh, like when she said, yeah, I said she needs to be charged to the full extent. Like he looked shocked. He was like, oh, okay. Like I, I think to me, it seemed like he was asking her because it was like, shit, bitch, are you sure you're are you sure you want to charge her to the full extent like and then yeah but then when you go on and she's like talking about Karen I was just like okay but are you telling Karen this because then it's going to get back to Karen and she's going to hear that you're calling her flip-flop and it's like if she's being transparent with both you and Monique you should be transparent with Karen which we now my yeah no, go, sorry go. continue no, I was just going to say, like, my opinions on Karen, I'll say later because I feel like there's a lot to say. But so, that goes more with, like, see next week. We see, yeah, I was going to say, we see in the preview at the end of the episode, we see the preview of next week. And Karen basically feels like she's being grilled by Wendy and Candace, which we'll get into that, I guess, when we see it. But do you think they're being harsh on her? It's not her job to say, I agree with you. I don't agree with her. Maybe as far as, like, there's, like, a friend rule book and they feel like she's not following yeah. those rules. But she's not your mom, she doesn't have that. She yeah, loves like, you that she's on your side. Don't flip it on her when this is not the issue here. You need to figure out whether you're going to send Can- Monique to jail or not. Figure that out, and then you'll worry about me. It's like you have bigger fish to fry. Fix your marriage. Worry about having a kid. Don't come for your friends. Um, 
So Wendy and Eddie finally find a venue, which it's a museum. I don't know. Is that weird to host a little gathering in a museum? It was to me. I was just like, I was like, um, I guess y'all want to celebrate your little baby like that. I was like, okay, whatever. Um, and then Eddie talks about how this is where I'm like, I don't know if these storylines are real or not, but basically he says that he's uh, baiting his child or something and that his dad says, hey, I like your beard. And then he says something like, oh, yeah, my dad has one. And then that's when the son goes, oh, why haven't I met him? Why haven't, why do I not know him basically? And then Eddie right then there pulls out his phone and he basically an extend, he extends an invitation to his parents. And he's like, you know what? You guys are all welcome. Please come show support. I do you know what I told my sister as soon as he sent he clicked sent I was like you know what he probably sent changed the contact name to their family but it was really to Wendy and this is not going to go through like how authentic do you think this scene was okay on his side maybe a little bit but on her side when she was just like oh oh he said that we should invite your family I was like girl you sound so fake you sound like you don't want his family to be there which is understandable they didn't want him to marry you but it's like you sound so fake you're like you sound so insincere when you're tell like you're trying to sympathize with him about how your kid hasn't met his other grandparents you're just like oh baby no we can't have that happening invite your family because like, she sounded so fake because then you know also what kind of like helps your point that you're making is when she said yeah when she goes into the family she's like the family's history she says yeah mom Eddie's mother is intimidated by my mother and his family's intimidated by my mother. It's like intimidated girl. Mm. That's not what the blogs say. <laughs> yeah. Your family's all kind of messed up. Like relax. You guys aren't that special, but um, he invites them and we'll see if they show up. Ashley visits her uncle with some Chinese food. And, you know, since I was in my clan, I was like, Oh my God, I don't even like Chinese food, but that's looking bomb. And she basically tells him about the whole Michael situation. The mom comes out of nowhere. I guess she wasn't invited. She's like, surprise with a little iPad. I'm like, really? What are you? A mess. Um, mom is too they talk about how they feel like Michael or Ashley kind of talks about his issues which kind of come and they stem from his childhood where I guess his dad, you know, speaking of flip-floppers, was a flip-flop. He showed him love at times, but then he would get drunk and he would become aggressive and kind of be negative, like a negative energy around him. So at that, I do kind of feel bad for Michael. But what I don't feel bad is, and I kind of agree with the uncle and the mom, is that they feel like Michael's hiding. They're like, you know what? Michael hasn't been around us. He needs to, you know, feel our wrath. Like he doesn't get to do these things to you. He doesn't get to disrespect you and everything's going to be okay. Like we're not, that's not what's going to happen. Um, I'm kind of anxious for Michael. Like, I think I get it from the they, had a point. they had a point. Yes. That shows us why he did, why, why he is the way that he is, why he's like distant, why he, why he's like kind of tough love type person. My dog does not stop barking. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> but it's not an excuse for why he thinks it's okay to, to like um, use this pre, this pre-made arrangement with Ashley where they, you know, would seek out other people, but now he's going to do it by himself. It's not an excuse for him to continue to like, fuck up his duties as a husband <laughs> yeah I, it kind of reminded me of definitely like of monique and how they his her pastor basically told her and brought up the whole bullying as a child like these things are kind of reasons why and they kind of explain why things yeah. happen and why they are as people but it by no means is a 
we're not defending them. Like it's not an excuse. But we'll see. Ashley said it right then and there. She said, if it happens again, I'm out. But we'll, I see, get. How, we'll see how true <laughs> that statement is in the future if something happens. Um, the moment that everyone's been waiting for, or maybe just Wendy, is her sip and see. So the sip and see starts. Robin is there super early, I guess. And I'm like, she's early or y'all are super late? But that was super weird. The family comes and Wendy's mom is like, and I don't, I'm not trying to um, insult, I'm not trying to offend anyone, but she says, and correct me if I'm wrong, she says, I'm like, I'm in Iyom or something like that. Oh. And she basically says that she's fabulous and she's amazing and she's powerful and she's beautiful. And she kind of just boasted about herself yeah. for a, a moment. I don't know. Sorry, Wendy's mom reminds me of Candace's mom. Like, I feel like they both have their nose up at everyone. I look yeah. down. I'm they here. Heather knows about and then it seems also like just like Candace tries to live up to what her what her mom wants. Wendy, it's like she's talking about how she doesn't want to be a professor, but then she's like, I can't leave being a professor because my mom's a chief, because I'm a professor and my sister's a doctor and blah blah blah. And I'm like, bitch, like at some point I understand like in Nigerian culture and in a lot of other cultures, it's like your parents doing everything for your parents is like a sign of respect. But at the same time, it's like, at some point your mom's chiefhood does not like, it holds no weight. Exactly. If you're not happy. Like, and we see that. And, and like you said, we see that in, in a lot of cultures, maybe every single culture, not necessarily just Nigerian. Um, maybe just not in white people. Cause they have no like <laughs> white people or something else, but <laughs> I get what you're saying, and I, 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 like maybe if it's not for storyline, and this is all you know happening in real life, this is what she's saying is the truth. Hopefully, one day she'll come to the realization that you know what she needs to be happy. And I mean, she needs to be happy making some kind of money, but she needs to be happy. And if she keeps living, you know, her life based on what her mother thinks, and she's never gonna be happy. Yeah. And I'm sure Eddie's like, you know what, you need to get it together, okay? Because we had enough. <laughs> because we're in debt. Exactly. Um, but yeah, and then, okay, my moment, my, I'm going to say it every time is a, the funny, stupid, random moment of the episode was when they're throwing dollars after they're presenting her and one of the dollar hits the baby. I said, um, I know we're all about, you know, joy and happiness and dance, but the dollar just hit the baby. The dollar should not be on the freaking newborn. I don't know. That was weird to me. You know what was my random moment now that you just said why people like something else the fact that everybody like was talking about oh my god beautiful culture and you see candace's white husband chris in the back like okay he's just vibing but it's like he's not he does not understand what's happening at any Which, point she posts yeah he was a hummus he was lost he was like uh okay okay like he's i'm not gonna say the comment but y'all are gonna y'all can assume what i'm trying to say he swears he's um cultured and yeah so they finally everyone shows up and they're eating giselle kind of alludes to the charges i feel like she did this in a smart strategic way where she's like i'm gonna bring it up but not say it so then later on it's not oh it was giselle's fault she brought it but she's like so recently things have been happening and then candace beats her to the punch and she's like yes you know the charges are out i charged like we went to court and then five minutes the blogs got on them. I don't know how they did, but you know, everyone's talking about it. And then the mom, before she can even like finish talking, the mom's like, well, y'all were there. It was an assault. It sounds like an assault. And of course, Robin was like, no, it was It like, yeah, she assaulted her. And of course, you know, a yeah. good friend can, uh, the good friend Ashley that she is, she's <laughs> like, 
Well, from my understanding, you guys were both being loud. And this, just to show you how annoying Candace is, she's like, yes, we were talking at elevated tones. It's like, no, call it what it is. Y'all were screaming. Y'all were shouting. Stop. She has this air to her, this just this air of just, I'm better than everybody else. I, I, right, you're even just the way she speaks, instead of saying screaming and shouting, we were speaking in elevated tones. Monique is a hood. She has uncouth behavior. It's like, girl, shut up. This is why you get punched. Um, <laughs> and we see that Ashley's, you know, sticking up for her friend. And Karen is visibly upset. She is so uncomfortable. She's so awkward. She's kind of like, why are we having this conversation? Do you think, like, did you see that? Did you peep that? Yes, she got up. Was it at that point that she got up or did she get up when it was just her, Giselle and Robin and Giselle had brought it up? Like, yeah, she, was like, that was earlier. She got up and she was like, I'm not going to have this conversation. Because Giselle, that's when she brought it up. She's like, did y'all see the charges? And they started yeah. laughing. And I was like, okay. And she's like, I don't know why I'm laughing. But I think right there, I was just like, I'm Giselle because like I'll laugh when I'm nervous, like anything could be happening. I'm like, <laughs> but I know Giselle wasn't laughing because she was nervous. No, Giselle but here's the thing. I was going to say, was she laughing because she's being hateful? Like it was not, it didn't look like a awkward, nervous laughter. Yeah. It was just like, it was like, Oh, she's, she's she was getting dumb. I don't know. She's being stupid, but Karen's okay. like, I'm not having it. So she leaves. Um, but that's Karen like, that was earlier. Thing. Yeah. So they sent, uh, Ashley, you know, sticking up for a friend Monique. And obviously this is not, received well by candace and she's like oh so she's paying you now you're you're getting you're being paid by her to talk you're, you're her mouthpiece and of course ashley i've said it time and time again you can't come for her her comebacks are too strong too powerful and she's like why do i need to get paid by anyone i'm already married to a millionaire and of course candace has a go for the jugular and she's like well for how long are you sure for how long <laughs> for how long and then chris then chris just you know finally put on his pants and he said shut up stop talking shut up shut up everyone was saying on twitter they were like it's kind of it it was a throwback to the knife incident it was the same thing where it was getting elevated between them two and then he was kind of putting her he was kind of checking her and told her to shut up um i just i was like girl okay first of all ashley that's how you know ashley's a writer die she was not there and yet she was like, well, from my understanding, actually, shut the fuck up. You were not there. I know you want to defend Monique because no one else at this table is defending her. Despite Karen, everybody thinking that Karen is team Monique, which low-key, she, she is. But <laughs> I, just, I know Ashley thinks that she's defending her. Like she's doing right in defending Monique. But it's like, Ashley, you were not there. So all these ladies are always going to say that. You weren't there. You weren't there. So defend Monique in a different way without saying no 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 from what I heard because of course you heard it that way Monique told it to you that way just like Candace told Giselle Robin and Wendy the other way do you get me like even though they were there Giselle um Candace still told Giselle Robin and Wendy her version of things that escalated the fight so it's like you you can defend Monique, but don't defend her by saying, no, no, from what I heard and from what from what happened, it's like, no, because you have no right to say that because you were in the bathroom, bitch. You were yeah, in the bathroom, it kind of like doesn't make sense. I would say the only point that she has in her favor is when she says, from my experiences, because that's what, it, like, those are the facts, from her experiences and how she's treated, how she's gotten treated by Candace, it's been negative for the most part, and it's never really been yeah. 
a good situation. So she can say that, but she can't say like, oh, I saw from what I heard. Because then it's kind of like, yeah. girl, you don't have hard, cold facts. You don't have the evidence. So you can't say it that. You can't say that. But I think that from her defending, Candace had to be like, Candace had to be like, oh, she got paid. You're getting paid now. You're getting paid. No, she's like, what? She's defending her friend just like you would defend yours. Just like, And um, just like the mom who was talking all this time. I like how nobody clocked the mom. Nobody's commenting on what the mom has to say. But was the mom there? No, she was doing God knows what. Exactly. The mom's too it. much. Don't try to pretend that you care about your daughter when you were bopping her in the head with a purse. <laughs> I don't, and I said this, I previously had said this, but I don't understand how these, like the irony, the mom is talking about assault when she assaulted her daughter, talking about uncouth behavior, the ghetto, the hood bitch. It's like, you guys are a bunch of hypocrites. Like, just shut up. Karen, they kind of, this is the part that also pissed me off. Robin, for whatever reason, felt the need to be like, well, what about you, Karen? How do you feel? What are your thoughts? Like, you haven't really shunned her. You haven't shamed Monique. And Karen is just like, I'm uncomfortable and I'm just going to be observant. I'm just going to, you know, see how everything unfolds, which I think is a smart way of not jumping on one side. She kind of is being a flip-flopper. She's kind of riding the fence. And if I was her, I don't know. I feel like she's playing it smart. That way she's not fighting. She doesn't have any enemies, basically. She is playing it smart, but at the same time, it's like, bitch, just come out and say you're Team Monique. Yes, you've told her that she was wrong. Yes, you've told her that she shouldn't have done that. But at the end of the day, you, from what we've seen in the footage, you've been more supportive to Monique than you have to Candace, which is neither here nor there. But it's like, just come out and say it, bitch. Just come out and say, you know what, Monique, I'm on Monique's side on this. Because she, yes, she did wrong, but at least she attempted to sit down with the other ladies and at least she attempted to do this. Like, girl, just say you're team Monique. Just get it over with. Just yeah, <laughs> I I totally get why she's like, I get why she's being and, the way she is and why she's saying, but it's like, again, it's, I don't know. I guess they really want their the loyalty. Yeah. The more Candace says it, the more it's like, well, now she's really going to fucking be Team Monique, bitch, because you keep saying that she's a flip-flopper. You keep saying that she's not supporting you. Of course, she's going to be like, yeah, fuck you then. I'm going to go yeah, with the money. I, I'm like, going to go with the Is that what she wants? Like, at that point, it's going to reach that point where karen is gonna flip because we see i don't know if you remember like they showed in the preview in the mid-season trailer um where karen is telling her i'm not ever gonna set your ass up to fail i'm not trying to go against you i don't know if you remember that but there's Mm -hmm. gonna be a situation where she's kind of calling her i feel like karen is just gonna reach the point where she's gonna be like you know what fuck you i am to monique and at that point is that what karen i mean um candace wants what do you do with that information now what are you happy you just lost a friend because you wanted to be bitchy like what can you do with it? i think it's like she says it in the preview for next week which you'll probably bring up but the fact that she said is what you want is for monique to be like alone by herself like everybody against her and it's i know people are saying like giselle's the instigator giselle's the one that like she's she's the one that behind the scenes she's the puppet master but it's like candace if you truly Karen's making a point right there. It seems like you do want everyone against Monique, which Robin and Giselle, you're always going to have them against Monique because (laughs) they're jealous people. But it's like, if you really cared about people being unbiased, Karen is that person that will be unbiased because she's friends with both of you. She cherishes both of your friendships. 
not just because she knows Monique longer is she going to take her side automatically. She was trying to be a mediator, but because you keep, again, poking, poking, poking the bear, you're not going to like when the bear pokes back. And here's the thing. It kind of reminds me of Beverly Hills where Teddy brought up um, the whole lesbian gay and then uh, what's her face? Sutton kind of clocked her and said, well, do you care that she was talking shit or do you care what Brandy says? And it, basically my point is in this situation does she want allies does she want friends or does she want monique to be reprimanded for her actions it's like you which just further further proves that it does it's coming across that way she wants everyone to be on her side and she wants monique to be shamed and wants to be on the outskirts and she wants to be on like an outsider yeah like do you truly are you still truly traumatized from that event that you want Monique to face consequences, rightfully so, or do you just want to continue, or do you just want to humiliate Monique by taking away her friends, ruining her reputation, which Monique did enough to ruin her own, quote unquote, like whatever, reputation by getting into a physical fight with her, but it's like, that's Monique's thing to worry about, not yours. Like you're, you're just so caught up, yeah. It's a big old mess. And then it kind of ends there with them being like, um, uh, Karen goes, I did call Monique and I told her to apologize to you, which then just furthermore triggers Candace. And she's like, she's a grown ass woman. She doesn't need to be told to apologize if she doesn't mean it. And then Robin True. basically tells her like, oh, well, do you think again, they're trying to like bait Karen into shaming, into hating uh, Monique. And they're like, what well, do you Monique, think yeah. this changes your views on people? And the whole situation's annoying. Um, the episode kind of ended, like, it was kind of boring, like, the last five minutes, where <laughs> Eddie is talking about how he's sad his family didn't show up, but life goes on, and they're basically going to focus on the positive. And uh, it hurts to say, but I don't see Wendy coming back. Her storyline, we're already, like, at the halfway point. The way Candace blew smoke up her ass, the way she hyped her up, talking about Black Girl Magic, she's a good kiki, she can read, she's a professor. I was expecting big things. Wendy has not brought it thus far. I'm not liking Wendy. I'm not a fan of Wendy. I just, yeah, like, I think I've said it before. I just, I wanted her to be so much more. Like, even though, regardless of her being Candace's friend, like, I was, like, still waiting, like, for me to make a judgment on her regardless of that. And she's like, not let me down, but it's just not what I expected. And I'm just like, I don't, I wanted to see you like out with these ladies. I wanted to see you like trip them up, like with your, with your like own logic, but you haven't done that. You've just really like let me down. Not to say that like, I, I hate her and I, you know, want her gone, but it's like, if you're going to come back a second season, you need to bring it. You need to bring it more than Eddie's family type bring it. Like, I need you to bring it. Okay. Because yeah, regardless, I think Candace, but Candace brought it. Like, Candace. Yeah. she. It's like you kind of have yeah. to have, like, your bottom line is entertainment. This is te- a reality television show. You have to be entertaining. And I feel like she's not at all, like... And you maybe, can't be Teddy because like her Jennifer. her family is boring and she doesn't have anyone. Like I don't know because we've seen her in a group social setting. We've seen her when it's just her and her family, and I can't really tell you the top three reads she's given. I can't tell you. I'm telling you what she's like. She doesn't bring the fashion. She doesn't bring the comedy. Yeah. What are you bringing to the show? Like you, we totally fucking glazed over her last episode. 
we we didn't even bring her her conversation with her sister up like the fact that you could forget her i'm telling you there's you can have the the villain which in potomac it's in my opinion candace candace and monique if whoever you ask the villains are candace and monique the comedy is giselle and ashley then you have the unbiased people or like the 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 middle ground who bring the comedy bring like level-headed the, yeah, for level-headed, the most part which is Robin and karen then you have people like the teddies and now i'm going to call them the wendy's <laughs> where like they're not bringing the fashion they're not bringing the hot husbands they're not bringing the even though eddie he's very handsome but they're not eddie's not on my screen long enough for me to be like eddie yes like let's keep wendy on solely for eddie like Erica Girardi, she's on Beverly Hills because of her fashion and because she's married to like a fucking a hundred year old guy. So Wendy's not bringing anything like that. So yeah, what like is when, she bringing to wait, the I table? I feel like when when like you're watching Beverly Hills, you kind of know everyone kind of plays their roles and kind of like fits the their mm-hmm. specific world they've created for themselves, like their persona with Erica. At first, I really liked her because the whole sniper from the side comment, I thought she was yeah. iconic and I thought she was like that cold stone bitch. But then that kind of became tiring. At least now you can expect the, fa- the, the fashion part from her. But with Wendy, it's like, okay, what are you bringing? Come on, time's running out. You got to get it together. But hopefully we'll see her like turn over a new leaf, leaf when we get to the, the, they're going to, where is it? Where are they going? Their trip? Uh, Portugal. Portugal. Are they going to Portugal? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So hope like maybe there. I mean, because here's the thing. I feel like you need to be bringing it on your own. You can't rely on other people to do that for you or you can't pick a fight. Because exactly. I feel like that's what she's going to do with Karen. I feel like that's going to be her storyline mo- Storyline moving on is, oh, me and Karen, me and Karen, me yes. and Karen. It's like not me and Karen. What is Wendy? What is Wendy bringing to the show? But also, see, that also let me down. The fact that I was like, yes, finally, someone who's not Giselle, who's actually not going to be, like, blowing, like, smoke up Karen's ass and thinking she's the grand dame, you know? I was like, finally, someone who can, like, maybe outwit her and, like, argue her, argue with her, like, with actual logic and, like, read her and stuff. And where did that, like, nothing. I was just like, I need something. I need, I need you to bring Karen down. I need you to bring Ashley type reads in this Karen feud. But there's no Karen feud. It's one sided. <laughs> like, well, I think I, I can't. I'm yeah. gonna give her maybe two more episodes. If in the next two episodes she doesn't bring it, I think it's gonna be bye bye Wendy because it's not it. She can go over <laughs> here. She should move on to Beverly Hills. I think she'll fit right in with the boring cast. But um, I think that's it. Does that, does that end Potomac? I think that's it, right? I didn't miss anything. Potomac, yeah. I just one thing with uh fucking Robin getting there early. I was like, Robin, what the fuck? Why are you there? So like, you're always, you're always fucking late, and now you're fucking early. No I mean, to to but be fair, was- she, uh, from what she said, she said the she got there at six or seven. I think it was seven. And that's when the party starts. So like that's kind of rude. Like, why are you not here? You're the host, or anyone. Like, whether it was Eddie, the mom, an aunt, no one was there to greet you. Like, what? I've always thought that was tacky. I, I'm sorry. I'm a punctual person. My family is not 
my family is so fucking punctual like we have arrived to parties that say start at three and i know when you're mexican it's like the party started at three but it doesn't really start till six i'm like no then fucking tell me six o'clock because i'm gonna show up at three bitch and if you're still fucking putting the centerpieces on the table and the uh the tablecloths on the table and setting up the chairs then don't put three o'clock on your invitations at least i feel like she would have she would have even enjoyed that but i think it's the fact that no one was there and she was there just by herself and no one greeted her like what the hell is happening so it's like when come on you and your sip and see you women which let's be honest i don't know if it's an atlanta thing or just like people reality to people think to do sip and sees but that's a big event and you're out here showing up like a mess i just girl bye and then her excuse was like, girl, we're Nigerian. And I was like, does Nigeria, the Nigerian does not mean you're disrespectful to your gift. You know damn well <laughs> if anyone who happens to be watching this show is Nigerian, do you think they would take offense to like, like, um, no, sweetie, we have class, we're on time. What is your dumbass <laughs> talking about? Yeah, I was just like, okay, um, one thing is to be late. Another thing is to, like, you have guests there and you are not there. Like, anybody would have called you out. Like, Karen would have called you out. Girl, you were late. Just put it there. You were late. You were running late. Your kids were running late. It's tacky. Do Which, not blame me. I glossed over the fact that Robin was wearing that same pink coat that Erica <laughs> and I think it was Lisa Rinna wore last season on Beverly Hills. Erica wore this. Lisa Rinna, I'm sorry. I don't like Lisa Rinna with long hair. So that whole outfit, I was just like, I can't stand her. So anything she wears, anything she does, I always get pissed off because she pisses me off. Robin was a close second, and then Lisa Rinna. Who? Who is she? She wore that. I don't even know. <laughs> uh, but I think that wraps up this episode of No BS. Yes. Does it? I, I feel, guess it does. I feel. I feel like something. But I think that's. No. It. I think that's it. So if you guys are still listening, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, leave us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts. You guys can hear us on Google Podcasts. You can hear us on Spotify. You can hear us on what? Overcast. You can hear us on Radio Public. You can hear us on fucking um, shit. We're available on all all, all platforms. platforms. Go on my link on my Instagram. If you're not following us on social media, go ahead. It's yes. King Lewis with two G's on Instagram and King Lewis with three G's on Twitter. And definitely go subscribe to my YouTube channel because I'm I feel motivated again, and I will be making some videos. So go subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's Lozano Luis one two three. And yeah, Daniela. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. Next week is Halloween. You guys should send us Halloween stories that you want us to share, or if you want us to share anything. I know. Um, we're going to talk about the one time Luis oh, and I God. hung out um, and did absolutely nothing. No, just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, let us know if you want to hear past Halloween stories, past Halloween costumes. Scary stories. TV. My <laughs> costumes. Like, this scary is. <sighs> Luis always goes story. all out in his costumes. My, okay, I was going to say, like, I low key like Halloween. I love Halloween because. I'm not the most creative person, but Halloween. for some reason, when it comes to costumes, I like I like going big. And sadly, this year, I don't think I'm going to be dressing up. Or I might. You never know. Stay tuned on my Instagram. But... ID <laughs> what did you say? I said you might have a little Instagram photo shoot. Yeah, I might have a little pose coming your guys' way. Um, but yeah, I think that wraps up this episode. Once again, thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye.